All right, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the CHB podcast. Today, I'm joined with Pip again. What's going on, man? How are you? What's up, man? We doing good, man. Doing good over here, man. It's getting cold over here. You feel me? Wait, is it? It's starting to get, mate, this hay fever weather's starting to come in Australia. I've got to mow my lawn straight after this. So I'm going to be sneezing while doing that, I reckon. Oh, dang. Yeah, you all get what we are. <laughs> Dude, man, that's crazy. Yeah, I know. We we have completely different weather, completely different time. I think it's night time for you right now, yeah. It's fully sunny mm-hmm. out here. But yeah, the, the hay fever, it, it will it will do something to you. But you know what? Who cares about that? Because something really big has happened. And I gotta I gotta start this off with you because usually we always talk about NFL. But the biggest trade nearly in Cavaliers history happened. And it happens to be I presume your favorite player, right? Judging by the way you post about this guy on your Instagram. Donovan Mitchell traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Give me your thoughts and opinions on it. Man, bro. So, look, this is exactly what I be telling my friends. Like, bro, Donovan Mitchell, the be- he's the best playoff shooting guard in the league. You feel me? I be saying he's the best shooting guard in general. But, like, man, you know, I... I- Fuck, he, he the best shooting guard in the league. You feel me? Like, my, my boy really go crazy. Man, he he knows how to step up in big moments. I've seen him in a well, – even though it's the bubble, you feel me? He dropped 50, uh, 50 yeah, yeah, points. Yeah. I've seen him down by, like, double digit in the playoff game, walk over to the to the sideline, kick the – you know, get mad, and come back and just go bucket for bucket for bucket. Like, he Kobe or something. You feel me? Like, he got that dog in him for real, bro. So, to see him come to the Cavs, Bro, the Cavs already was doing good, you know, without him. So, you add him in, he's already seasoned a little bit, you feel me? He's been to the All every single year. He's an all-star, you feel me? This is a dude that's going to give you 25 a night. He can go for 40. He can go for 50 on a super hot night, put it next to Garland. This go help Garland out. Garland probably averaged 10 assists this year, you feel me? Oh, Donovan, wow. he played. That's going to be crazy. Yeah, Donovan, bro. The Utah Jazz, they was team-oriented, you feel me? So, yep. he's going to swing the rock. Colin Sexton, everybody was in their feelings about the Colin Sexton shit. Look, Colin Sexton wasn't trying to really swing that rock, you feel me? Mm. Colin Sexton touched the ball, he's just trying to get his buckets. He ain't trying to really get everybody on. So, I think he was a good addition. He go spread that ball around. Everything going to flow, bro. And then you got, man, well, maybe I'm talking too much, but that's how I feel about the actual, you know, no, acquisition. it's good to see. It's good to see yeah. that you're excited because this is how I feel, like, when I, because um, my my AFL team, the night before, we were playing finals, right, which is basically the playoffs. We lost by two points. It was a bullshit call. We shouldn't have lost the game. I was pretty upset, but I go to sleep and I wake up in the morning feeling down and gloomy because my team's no longer in, you know, the finals, right? And then I, I wake up to the news, Cleveland have traded for Donovan Mitchell. I love the package as well, like, even though getting rid of Larry Markinen, I didn't really like. You know, that kind of sucks. I actually kind of liked him as a player. But you're right about Colin Sexton. He does not know how to pass the ball at all. He plays like, yeah. you know, I don't know if you you ever had this in primary school or whatever. You know, when you were like nine years old, ten years old, you'd be playing basketball. And there's that one kid out there that just grabs it and just chucks it at the ring the whole time. That was Colin Sexton on the court. He didn't pass the ball. He was a hog. And... Donovan Mitchell, you're right about, like, not only can he, you know, he was playing team-orientated basketball at the Utah Jazz. He can swing the rock. He can do that. I think he was averaging five and a half assists per game this season as well. You pair him up with Darius Garland, 
and Ricky Rubio, those you know those guys are going to have 15 assists per game this season. It is, it's going to be absolutely, it's going to be ridiculous. Like I'm literally saying, they're going to be, they're going to go off. But what are your predictions for them, for them though? Do you think it will work? Because there's some people saying you've got two six foot one guys in the backcourt now. You know that was an issue that they had with Colin Sexton was it's too small. And in, instead of kind of fixing that problem, they now brought in Donovan Mitchell, who, again, defensively could still somewhat be a liability. Do you see that as an issue for the Cavs, even though the positives probably maybe outweigh that? I mean, I think the positives go outweigh it because, um, you know, the defense, they really rely heavily on Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. And mm. by the way, I seen Jared Allen. Um, I seen Jared Allen last week. He was walking with his girlfriend on a oh. trail. Oh, yeah, I, I was running, so I really did. I just hit him with a fist bump real quick. But you got um, wait, you you literally you actually saw him and you were like, "Hey man, how you doing?" Just gave him a fist bump. Yeah, because I, I, I ran past him. I'm like, well, I'm like, I'm like, oh, what's up? I'm like, yeah, he he like, what's up? And I had gave him a fist bump. Like that really was him, bro. Like he was cool. He was cool. Damn. Yeah. You probably everyone would be like, "Are you sure it's Jared Allen?" But I mean, a seven foot dude with an afro. You just yeah, you got to know it's Jared <laughs> Allen, right? <laughs> yeah. So um yeah, him and Evan Mobley, and it's crazy because Evan Mobley really can take a leap this year. Like the, the, the potential is high, bro. I feel like if everything go right, because Donovan go take a leap too. He's young, you feel me? I think I think the ceiling is like Easter conference finals, bro. That's mm-hmm. the ceiling. The floor is just first round playoffs. You feel me? Honestly, I think that this takes the Cavs to the next level. You feel me? They got Ricky Rubio back. Rubio going to be solid off the bench. He's going to have Karis LeVert, who should be able to score this year. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, you'd hope so. <laughs> yeah, he should be able to score this year. Um, I for, I, They still got um. They've a got Kuro. a Coro, yeah, at the three. What do, you, what do you think about that? Because, like, the big issue with a Coro as well, six foot five dude at small forward is going to have to guard players like LeBron and that every now and then. I still see that as an issue. Like, he always gets cooked by anyone who's taller than him. So, I don't know about that one. Yeah, I don't know. Um, a lot of people really disappointed in the curl, but I'm not really disappointed in the curl because I didn't expect anything major from him. Like, I knew this dude was going to play defense and probably shoot some threes, but I didn't expect his three-pointer to be this bad. Like, <laughs> they'd be, they be giving him the corner three. He'd just be smoking it every trip. You yeah. me? Like, it's bad. So, it, it, um, it's bad. And his ball movement, it's just the way he kind of runs with the ball, I don't. I don't know. It just seems awkward, you know, like just the way he goes about it. Like defenders are just, they're looking for that block every time because he just, he runs around, he does the same side uh, sidestep moves, the same dribble moves every time. Bro needs to get some VC or some upgrade that. Yeah. Package it because <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty <laughs> bad at this point. It's But I don't know, like, and as well, you're talking about Karis LeVert. I wonder how he's going to go this season because I watched this guy, you know, train with all the other dudes and you see like, Darius Garland and um, I guess Donovan Mitchell as well, and the way they're able to run with the ball and uh, just move with it. But when when Karis Levert's got it, it's a lot of you know stop and go type of stuff. I, it's like he just seems pretty awkward, and I don't know how that's going to fit in the Cavaliers because every time we've seen Karis Levert play on a team, whether it was Brooklyn or Indiana, right, he was given such free roam to score because those teams were trying to somewhat, I think, compete for the playoffs, but they were always hanging around that area where 
he would either come off the bench or just be that dude that can free roam and score at will. But on this Cavaliers team, he's going to have to do a lot more stuff when it comes to, you know, in the ball movement. He's going to be involved a lot more in that. And I, we're yet to kind of see Karis LeVert, I think, shine in that area. So he, he scares me a bit on the court. But, I mean, some people are saying Jetty Osmond's going to start at the three this year. Some people are saying Lamar Stevens. I got, who do you think is going to be the starting three? Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, he said he got a better shot than, well, jump shot than both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think they go get rid of Seti, though. But then again, I don't know. Seti really the only legit three on the team. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, it's kind of interesting. I don't I don't know if they go try to push for Lamar Stevens. Lamar Stevens got the size, though. Mm. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he got he does. the size. So, it depends. Because really, the, whoever playing the three, they roll ain't going to be that big. Yeah. So, yeah, I think really... I would like to see uh, Steven start because he started a lot of the year as well. Like he and Akora, they played a bit of the year because um, we always had Mark in and, in and out. We always had Mobley in and out, this and that. And that's like why I think he played a lot of starting minutes. So it'd be kind of nice to see him. But, you know, you, t- you mentioned this earlier. Colin Sexton, he got traded to the Utah Jazz. What do you think about that deal? Do you think that's a, a W for them? Um, so that's a good question because really, for real, for real, um, it can work out for them. Like, Colin Sexton, I mean, he did average 24. Um, you know, he can score the ball, but, like, I look at him as, like, a Jordan Clarkson. Like, he really mm. Jordan Clarkson 2.0 to be just better. <laughs> I, I, that's what I really think he is. Um, but it, it, it was a good, it's good value for them. You know, he's shown he can average 20, damn near 25 in the, in the league. So he kind of yeah. has gotten better over the years. But, um, you know, the Knicks, though, I don't know. The Knicks gave him a smooth deal. Like, R.J. Barrett, yeah. I would take R.J. over Colin Sexton for the upside, you know. Mm. Um, I don't know what was going on there. I don't know why they didn't take the Knicks offer. But as far as his Colin Sexton offer, I mean, it's cool. They Colin Sexton, they get a young dude we drafted that we don't even know yep. if he's going to be good or not. A child, yeah. He's a great three-point shooter. Great perimeter guy. You're already, like, segueing into my next thing. I was about to talk about the Knicks, like, straight up after this. Oh, we can get into it. You feel me? Yeah, we can get into that. (laughs) There's a lot to talk about with the Knicks. Jesus Christ, they are. Yeah, they're in a mess. But, yeah, marketing as well. They added him and three first-round picks. Marketing, I think that – I think the the deal – that's a good move for marketing because marketing was out of position here. You see him? He really was playing a three. If he wasn't shooting no trade balls and making them, like – you know, he ain't about to clamp nobody up or nothing. Like, he not no three. So, that lets him go back to the four and try to be dirt. Yeah. You feel me? Like I said, it, make him be dirt. And they got that center from um, Minnesota. I mean, they still got they still got a little bit of – well, they kind of shopping their vets and all. So, they in rebuild mode, but they, they got some good value for Don. Yeah. I would still say that Jazz are definitely a play-in team at this point. I mean, a lot of people are saying bottom three, but – I feel like you can't finish bottom three if you still got some of the players that they have, you know? Mike Conley at the one, Sexton at oh, the two. Oh, no, oh, we ain't even start talking about Mike Conley fraud. You don't like him? He ain't got it no more. He done. Yeah, he. I, I agree with that. That's a good call. Can you see him in the playoffs? Yeah, he, he's not any good. They've still got um Boyan Bogdanovich at the three, Markin at the four, and Vanderbilt at the five. And then they got, like, all those dudes like Clarkson and that off the bench, you know? I still feel like that's a solid, solid enough team. They bring in, I mean, 
if anyone's going to sink this ship, it's Talon Orton Tucker, I reckon. Talon Orton Tucker is a, uh, he's a, he's a bad player. <laughs> yeah, 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 I forgot. But shit, you know, players lead the Lakers and get good, so you never yeah, know. That That is true. He's going to turn into like the next LeBron or something and you watch. <laughs> Just like how Kuzma started dropping like 20 a game this year. But if you were to, because I made a video about this the other day, talking about that saying the Jazz did not lose the trade as bad as what some people think they did. Could, is it is it like definitive that the Cleveland Cavaliers won this trade? Or are we saying that the Utah Jazz evened it up? Is it a win-win trade? What What's the outcome of this trade for you? What What would be the result if you could grade it? Um... I think it's a cool deal. Um, I think it's a win. I think it's fair on both sides. Um, the Cavs, I think it's either. The Cavs, they gave up them picks, but realistically, the Cavs were never going to be, I don't think they were going to be bad enough to the point where they those picks were going to matter so much. Mm-hmm. You know, I think yeah. the Cavs were spinning in the right direction. And getting done, the picks definitely not going to matter that much. You feel me? So I don't think the Cavs really lose the trade at all. There, they get a, they get a start. And it's, you think about a lot of other things. It's a small market team, so like you got to make those moves. Mm. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought you had, but you got to, you got to, <laughs> yeah, you got to make those moves though. So yeah. um, Utah Jazz though, they a small market too. Um, so again, Colin Sexton, he young, he still got potential. Um, you know, he got a good mindset on him as far as like, you know, being determined. He got ambition and, you know, he's trying to get, he's trying to be that yeah. dog. He does have like that Mamba mentality as well. Not many players have it. And I, I can yeah. say, I do see Colin Sexton having it. If you were to, if you were to grade it, what would you give H team, do you think? For the trade? Yeah. Like A to F, what would you say? Cavs, I think they get a, I think they get a, it depends on how you value the picks, but I think it's a, I think it's an A to me. Mm. Um, as far as the the, the Jazz, um, just considering how other stars have been, what they've been traded for, I think they get an A too because that rookie that we drafted could actually be good. And then mm. Markinen, if he can stay healthy and he can play his right position, he could be good. So I think it's probably an A, or I could say a B plus because I think that. They could have really talked something better out with New York. Yeah, that's what that's what I was about to say. I would say I'd probably give an A to the Cavs. I'd say a B to a B plus. Probably sitting on that B plus for Utah because I honestly feel like I don't know if they got as much as they probably could have. Also, again, um, shout out to me. <laughs> I made another video talking about how the Cavaliers kind of fixed the trade market by doing this trade because they didn't pay overs. But they didn't pay unders. They presented an offer that was even for both teams. And it was a fair trade. It wasn't something that, like, blew up the trade market like how the Minnesota Timberwolves offered, like, everyone and their dad to try and get Rudy Gobert. That was, like, four first-round picks, a bunch of um, pick swaps as well. Pat Bev. Um, who else Who else was in there? Jared <laughs> Vanderbilt as well. Malik Beasley. Yeah, Malik Beasley. I'll forget about that one. That's another dude the Jazz have. See, like, why yeah. that that's that's the confusing one for me is I almost feel like they got more out of Rudy Gobert than what they did Donovan Mitchell. And I don't think that necessarily shows that Rudy Gobert's a better player or worth more than Donovan Mitchell. I think that shows that Minnesota highly 
overpaid for Rudy Gobert. But, yeah, because yeah. Gobert not all that. They just they got that they got the picks mm. that they needed, but they didn't get the they didn't get nobody in return. I mean, they didn't they didn't give up anybody that can really potentially be a star. Yeah, I, I mean, guess that's true. Cool, but yeah. like, they didn't give up a star. We gave up. We didn't. The Cavs, though, at the same time, we gave us somebody that we, we basically signed and trade. We wasn't bringing Cotton Sexton back. Yeah, so. nah, we, we weren't. I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, he was he was gone for all money. There was no way he was coming back. I guess you could say as well that Markkinen was probably more valuable than anyone Minnesota gave up. But at the end of the day, Pat Bev took Minnesota to the playoffs. Like, I know that sounds stupid, but he yeah. genuinely took that team to the playoffs and you lose him. And that's like, to me, it's a little worrying. But then Utah as well, they only turned him into Talanoa and Tucker. So, I mean, yeah, maybe maybe they did get a lot more out of the Cavs. But a part of me does wonder, could they have gotten more out of another team? And Miami definitely wasn't that team because they were offering apparently Tyler Hero and four first-round picks. That's just, that's some bum-ass trade. Like, that's, I don't know, I'm still taking Don. Um, and then you still got the Knicks one that you mentioned earlier. I think it was... I think it was three first-round picks in the end. Oh, no, two first-round picks, two pick swabs, RJ Barrett and Evan Fournier for Donovan Mitchell. But Utah wanted an extra first-round pick and um, Miles McBride and the Knicks. I seen um, the one I seen had RJ Barrett, Mitch Rob, mm. um, somebody in picks. Yeah, Evan Fournier maybe? Or yeah, maybe Toppin. Topic, yep, topic. Yeah, Obi-topic. yeah. I thought that was a cool offer, but I heard that the Knicks, I mean, the Knicks wasn't trying to give up Quentin Grimes, and that's what Utah yeah. wanted. So, like, if, I feel like if Quentin Grimes is the determining factor of me getting a superstar, yeah. I mean, a star, shall I say. Let me not do too much, but a star. Mm-hmm. I, I, I throw Quentin Grimes in there, you feel yeah. me? But I just feel like they could have got more. Like, you got, you look at the Knicks, they got Drew Randall over there, they got Mitch Robb, they got... Yeah. Um, Barrett, um, they just signed Jalen Brunson. You feel me? Like, I, I think I heard it was Miles McBride. Um, that was the one they they asked for but didn't get. But it could be. Wait, who was the other guy you said? Who was the um, uh, Quinn Grimes? Yeah, I mean, either way, whatever player it may have been, you would have thought that yeah. the Knicks would have thrown them in, right? I think as well, like, I, I, I what was the um. The Jalen Brunson deal, do you reckon that will come back to bite the Knicks? Was that way too much? Because somehow this is telling me this signing has also somewhat affected this trade because I don't know if New York was super confident in having um, this team out there because we know Tom Thibodeau. He can't coach a team that's not defensive. So imagine if you gave Tom Thibodeau like Jalen Brunson, Donovan Mitchell, and maybe Evan Fournier right as your point guard to... Small forwards, mate, there is no defense there at all. Jalen Brunson is probably the best defender out of that group. And you're going to tell Tom Thibodeau to go and coach that? That's why, as well, I think there was a lot of concern. But that's why, are you picking Brunson over Don? Like, I I don't get it. I don't get it. So, why did they... It just seems like they are already regretting the Jalen Brunson move, if that makes sense. I mean, I don't know, maybe. I kind of get what you're saying. I yeah. also feel like at the same time, 
I didn't think it really made so much sense for the Knicks to really try to trade for Don because if you giving up RJ Barrett in a mm, deal, yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, yeah, RJ, I mean, Don better than RJ, but you also giving up Mitch Rob, like yeah. the Knicks, they're banking, and you giving up the picks, they'll be banking on free agency, which is, I mean, they can do because it's New York, but like, who really been coming to New York recently? You feel I me? Mean? Literally no one. Jalen Brunson yeah. was their biggest. And I mean, how's Brunson out here getting 25 million a season? Like that one, that one is a little weird to me, you know? That's a lot of money. For for a dude that's not even proven, he not. I mean, he had a decent year. He only making like a hundred mil, right? Uh yeah, it could be four years, four years, yeah. twenty five mil a year or so. I don't know. Based off the market, that I don't think that's too bad, though. Um, You're right, though. Be... The market has like escalated real, like too being that. Like so, Anthony Simons, he got um. He he got like I think twenty five million a year or something like that as well. Yeah. The the Blazers, man, they just resigned. <laughs> they, they, they ain't gonna be doing that for real, man. Yeah, I can't <laughs> believe they gave like Nurkic seven eight million a year. That was that was pretty <laughs> ridiculous. But after all these trades of you know, um how how it's going on though. So you're saying the Knicks should have stayed so they're staying put right now with Barrett. Because that's I also don't think it's that bad of an idea, but I also think we need to ground our expectations a bit, especially Knicks fans, because they've got them making the playoffs, and you can't tell me, like, there are... I'm pretty sure, like, off the top of my head, I could name nine or ten teams better than the Knicks, and there are rises, like Detroit. Detroit are going to rise this year. The off-season they had was really, really good. The players they brought in, their team is pretty stacked with young talent as well. They could do what the Cavs did last year and make a massive jump, I think. Probably won't, but I mean, there's definitely a lot of competition for New York out there. If you were to say, though, and in saying all of this, when New York have passed on Donovan Mitchell, who's the next guy? Is it a defensive small forward? Are you keeping Tom Thibodeau as your coach? Are you kind of like building to what he wants, or how, how are you going to go about that? Um, that's interesting because, I mean, you can't really get tip it on no young dudes either because he ain't going to play them. Mm. So, like. You still got Cam Reddish on that team, too. He's just he's just chilling there on the bench every game, not playing. <laughs> and Tibbet will run his start to the ground. Like, they playing 40 minutes a game, bro. Like, it, it's, that's just what it is. So, like, I don't know what's next. Um, I think they going to keep Tibbet, though, man, but. I don't know what's up. Like, I don't know how they, how they expect to get better, you know? That, I, I, I don't I see that. I feel so, like if they were to look at a dude, it'd be like a Brandon Ingram type of player. An underrated defender who's a great scorer, an all-star type talent. But the way New Orleans are going and the, the dude who Brandon Ingram is, I can't see that happening anytime soon. Brandon Ingram doesn't look like the type of dude who wants to come to New York. He looks like a dude that would chill in New Orleans, you know what I mean? Yeah. If that bag right here come, but they already paid him, though. Yeah, and, and the team is kind of stacked right now as well. If they mm -hmm. get Zion back from injury, geez, watch out. <laughs> they're going to be a really good team. But after all this is said and done, Russell Westbrook still hasn't been traded. You know, yeah. he's he's chilling on the Lakers right now. They had a um 
training session today where he and Pat Bev were training together. They were looking like a little cute couple out there. They were, you know, <laughs> I, I don't, see. yeah, you got to see these pictures, man. They were, they were loving it. They were acting all cute for the camera. You know what I mean? All over each other. But we know they hate each other. They don't want to be on the same team. Westbrook, he doesn't even want to be there anymore. I have been told the only two teams that can trade for Westbrook and would are the Utah Jazz and Indiana Pacers. And I swear every week it changes on which team's actually going to get him. Do you think Westbrook is going to actually get traded or do you think that the Lakers are just going to run it back with him? Because I don't want to see a starting five where I have to watch Westbrook and Pat Bev play together. It just doesn't sound good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, it depends on what they're going to do if they trade Westbrook because mm. it's hard to trade him because it's contract. I mean, people – ain't nobody really trying to trade for Westbrook to make some, some noise. You feel me? Like, people not trying to take that contract on. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, like, if they trade him, I don't know, I think they might be forced to run it back, bro. Mm. At least until mid-season. I think they're also, they're they're scared of the fact that, because if they make this trade right, they have to give up their 2025th, I think it is, and 2027 first-round picks, because they'd have to trade both of them up to Indiana, where they would bring back Miles Turner and Buddy Hield from the trade, right? If you are... The Indiana Pacers, you are doing that trade in a heartbeat because that 2025 first-round pick could be the most important pick in the NBA. Bronny, LeBron James is out of contract in 2024. Bronny is coming into the league, I think, in 2024. I think it's pretty obvious to see that LeBron will not be a Laker at that point. And that's why I think they're not going to run it back because they're scared that that 2025th pick becomes, like, top five. You know what I mean? And then that right. 2027 pick as well. I see what you're saying there, yeah. Yeah. You get Brian, you get Brian. Yep. So, uh, Lakers, they, they don't want to lose LeBron because, yeah, they, they're they scared. They they are scared they're going to go back to that position. But in, in the same reality, you've still got LeBron not only for this season, but the season after. Surely you've got to try and contend with him, you know what I mean? You're just wasting him at this point. Yeah, because you, you can't you can't afford to fail this season. Like this would be the second time LeBron then uh Mr. Mr. Playoff. Yeah. This would be the second time. In a row. Yeah. Not in a row, but second time since he's been there. He missed the playoffs. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well he missed the playoffs this year too. Yeah, so this is this is second time, yeah. Yeah. So that, that I mean that's crazy. Like straight up LeBron's just missing playoffs in like LeBron doesn't do that. And that's because usually no matter what Every team he's on, they like, they do everything for him. And that's the way it should be. I mean, he's, he is a top five player in the NBA. You can't seriously tell me you're going to roll out a team that like has a starting five that could look like Pat Bev and Russell Westbrook. And if it doesn't, you know, if it doesn't have those two in it, the alternative is Austin Reeves, you know? I think they start like Ronnie Walker or like, well, they got rid of Malik Mark, but. Yeah. I'd rather start Lonnie Walker or something at the two. I'm not starting Pat Bev at the two and Westbrook at the one. That's just not gonna get it done. So, <laughs> it's not. It's they should know by now. Like that's not gonna work. So yeah, and I, I don't, don't want to see eight eight at that center position again. I'm a, I'm a, that old school dude. That's a big, 
fan of him playing the power forward. That's what that's what you were a fan of. Yeah, but I don't yeah, know if they have a center capable enough of doing that. Like you know, playing with him, yeah. you know, Damian Jones. Who I mean, he's a he's not that good. Like Lakers fans are acting like they just signed their new starting center. But this is the same dude they got rid of a year and a half ago, and he was like their third or fourth string stringer backup big, you know? Yeah. AD, he needs to play the four because he's too soft to play the five right now. Yeah. And he, he be getting hurt. Yeah. He, so. His ankles are literally glass. Like, they're, they're made out of glass. He will go down like that in a split second. I think I think it is an issue. The Lakers, if, if you were the Lakers, though, would you do that trade? Because there are a lot of pros and cons of Miles Turner and Buddy Heald going to that Lakers team. Would you do it? You got to give up the two unprotected first round picks, though. Um, I mean, uh, when you got Bron, you got to be in win on mode, though, low key. So I probably would do the deal, though. Um, I probably would do the deal because I got Bron here for two years. I got AD. AD was supposed to be healthy. He supposed to be working as better yeah. as he ever did. You know, you gotta, you gotta. Miles Turner, he going to play D. He may not be a good rebounder, but he going to play D. And then you get that shooter to put at them, too. Like, they was lacking shooting. You mm-hmm. feel me? So, I think the I think the deal would be cool, but it's still – they still would not have enough because technically they'll still be banking on – I say they'll still be banking on AD too much because mm-hmm. AD, once he get hurt, it get rough. Yeah. It really get rough, you know? So – I, me personally, if I had the chance to trade AD, I'd trade AD for like a really real good, like on some real stuff. Like I would trade AD for Dame. Whoa, I would do that because Dame, Dame is going to play. Dame can shoot the ball from wherever, wherever you feel me. Dame is yeah. like that. AD, AD not the same though. Like AD really supposed to be that he and AD supposed to be like NB right now. Yep. And he 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 he's torturing you in the paint. <laughs> AD yep. he don't he don't really play to his max. He just shoot a lot of jumpers and he's still getting hurt. Yep. Still oh, getting hurt. You're, you're definitely not wrong about that. The guy as soon as he goes near a basketball, he has a cardiac arrest on the court <laughs> every every <laughs> single time. But so there are a lot of pros and cons on Miles Turner and Buddy Hill, but the big con that I'm hearing right now is if you are late in a game, they are saying that you cannot play Turner and AD on the court at the same time because apparently it's, you know, because teams go a lot smaller when they go and do that. And then apparently because Buddy Hield is a defensive liability, it's not good to play him in late games. But I don't care. They are still... Westbrook as a player is a big liability. You know what I mean? Yeah, he just don't fit with the Lakers. Like, he can hoop. He just don't fit with them. Yeah, not at all. And, like, there's a genuine reason to, I think, actually make this move. And not just that. Like, you look at last season. You're talking about AD. Yeah, that dude, he do, He doesn't want to be a defender anymore. He, like, I saw a thing that said he was top five big man defenders in the league, right? For For that season. And the thing was... I swear Anthony Davis was still averaging like a block and a half a game when he was playing. But there were so many times where, especially on the perimeter, he would just give up on defense, you know what I mean? He would give up in the interior. As soon as some dude hits him with the shoulder, 
trying to like post him or something like that. He's like, all right, I'm a head out now. I don't want to be touched. These grown ass men touching me out here on the court. <laughs> I'm gonna go sit a month out and say my ankle is broken. I yeah. feel like that's the issue. So you somewhat gotta send him to the perimeter now. He doesn't. He doesn't want to play center. That is the reality of things. Is Anthony Davis does not want to play center for this Lakers team. But Miles Turner, as soon as a grown ass man touches him, he ain't. He he's not going to sit down. He's blocking the shit out of that guy. You know. This dude averaged like three blocks a game this season. Not just that, what I like about Miles Turner is I feel like if you make this move, there is not a dude in that Lakers starting five who can't shoot the ball. Miles True. Turner is a very good three-point shooter for a center. I think he was shooting 34 or 35%. There's about four, four other centers maybe in the league that can shoot higher than that, I think. And th- there's literally not, not that many out there that can that can probably do it. And then you've still got Buddy Hill at that too. I don't care if he's a defensive liability. You have Pat Bevan, that starting five at your point. Great defender. You got LeBron at the three. And when his team is playing team defense, LeBron actually shows up as a defender. Believe it or not, he does do it. Power forward, Anthony Davis. Send him to the perimeter. He's going to play some elite day. As long as he's not getting touched, he's going to play some elite day. And then you got Miles Turner at the center. What more can you say there? So I, I don't really see a liability. The only liability in that starting five is maybe the shot creation wouldn't be that good sometimes, I think, and injuries as well. But if AD is playing like AD, his shot creation will be there. And then Buddy Hield is a dude that people just think is a shooter, but Buddy Hield can create his own shot. That dude is a monster on the court when it comes to that. So in saying all that, I think they should do this trade. I think they should do this trade. And they can build off it if they don't make if they make the playoffs and lose or whatever, they can still build off it in the off season. I think they'll have another mid level exception. I'm sure some more veterans will actually want to, you know, quality veterans, not some dudes that are thirty five and should be in a nursing home. <laughs> quality yeah. veterans should go to the team. Right, because I mean who don't want to play with Brian, you feel me? So I think I think it'd be cool. It don't make sense for uh, it don't make sense for Indiana though, but I think it'd be think? cool. Nah, I don't think he need to play with Halle Berry. Yeah, you know why I think this makes sense for Indiana, because they're about they're selling like tickets for like uh, yeah, they're selling tickets at a price of like a KFC Wicked Wing. You know, they yeah. they are just throwing them out the door. No one is going to Indiana games. What happens if Westbrook actually turns up to Indiana? What happens if Westbrook? Does what Chris Paul did a couple of years ago and revives his career. You're going to put bums in seats. You're going to bring people to the game. And it's, I think, I mean, if anyone's going to do it in Indiana, it's either Patrick Beverly or Russell Westbrook. You know what I mean? Those are two dudes that are going to put put some people in seats. So yeah. I, I think it would be cool. But yeah, he and Halliburton, I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. It would be a weird one. They've got Mathurin at the three as well. They took him at pick six this year. I think it'd be... Oh, he, a... oh. Yeah. He, he goes... I like, like him? I tell like us, him. tell us. Tell us what's good about him. Man, bro, he just got that. He can shoot. He's tall. He can, man, he can, he can finish out the paint. Mm. I think he's a decent defender. Like, he, he nice, though. Like, I, I like him. I think he's going to be wrong. He's an he elite really defender. 
Yeah, he can switch one to three, and he's like six foot six, big dude as well. Like, trying to not sound gay, but he's a big dude. <laughs> <laughs> that, hey man, that, yeah. that that guy does his thing. He's he's a big guy, and I think, yeah, he. I mean, a lot of people had him at like pick eleven to the Knicks. The Knicks fumbled that bag. He went to like pick six, Indiana. Indiana could be they could be exciting in a couple years. I think. Yeah, they could. Cause they got somebody else too. I think. Um, I just Duarte. don't remember. But... Who? Chris Duarte. I think they drafted him last year. I think they, I think they signed somebody or something, but they got a little mm. squad over there though. Um, or they gave a broad then, yeah. So I don't know. They got, they got some, they got some pieces though. Daniel they Tice. Can be... I think that <laughs> Daniel Tice, man, he's gonna take them to the promised land. He's gonna win the yep. championship for them. But yeah, I... so are we saying the Lakers should do this deal? Is that what we're saying? Um, yeah, you, when you, man, if that's the best deal out there, bro, they gotta, they low key gotta do it. Like, running it back with Westbrook, mm. it's not the worst thing because it is a Westbrook, but like, it just may not, it realistically probably won't work. So, yeah. I would take the gamble though. You, when you got Bron, you, you forever win on when you got LeBron. You can't be thinking about the future, bro. Like, your future's yeah. fucked. You feel me? Like, yeah. that's how it, how it is. They were saying that Utah might be interested. What they go get from Utah though? So Jordan Clarkson, Boyan Bogdanovich, um, and there was someone else. I forgot who. Oh, I think it was like Mike Conley, Bogdanovich, and Clarkson, and you would give up Westbrook and the two first round picks, um, and oh, no, other player no. to make it happen. That might sound a little bit. You get you get Conley, Clarkson. Hmm. Clarkson can't start though, but I'm sorry, he can't start it, bro. He no. he's he's not passing that ball. Yeah, <laughs> and how, how does Conley go with Pat Bev? That's my issue. Like I don't know about that one. I feel like it still works a lot better than what Westbrook does with Pat Bev. But I don't but know about again, Conley. Look, look though, so they do that deal. AD still got to play center. They go have to with Bogdanovic at the four, unless they have Brown play the four. Hmm. And then I don't, I don't know. That's it. It sound good though. Um, it sound good, but I don't think that'd be it though. Low key, I think yeah. the I think on uh, the Buddy Hill, cause Buddy Hill, he really a he more than a shooter. He 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 a volume scorer for real. Yeah. And you got Miles Turner to play D. He can score a little bit. He can still spread the floor. That helped AD out. Yeah, I, I'd rather do that over the Utah. Yeah, I think the Indiana deal is better. Buddy Hill plays like me in two K. That's I play exactly like Buddy Hill on 2K. He copied me, bro. So as as we were saying, if I am the Lakers, though, like the the reality is they've got an actual offer, like I think on the table by both teams, a little bit of negotiation here and there because they don't want to have to give up unprotected first round picks. But I, I I still feel like if you are the Lakers, you are probably taking that deal over Utah because do they really need Clarkson that much off the bench anyway? No, they got some. They already got pieces on that. That'd be cool for the bench. They need somebody that can start. Yeah, and then you got Bogdanovich at the four. Does he help uh, that much at all? Yeah, no. I, yeah, it, it, I, I rather the um, I rather the Pacers one. Yeah, the 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 um, the Jazz one. It just don't. It just don't fit right for the team. Mm. I think I think Westbrook would probably fit more in the Jazz, but they they might even buy him out. 
like, there's no reason that Westbrook would even play for Indiana, you know. They also might buy him out, too. He could, he could realistically still go anywhere. My final question on this one, though, is if he if one of these trades was to happen, yeah, and Westbrook was to get bought out, let's just say he gets bought out from either Indiana or Utah, um, where does he go and sign? Who signs Russell Westbrook? Is it the Melbourne United team, Sydney Kings, um, some <laughs> Chinese team? What no, team? He, ain't, he ain't down that bad. No, no, he ain't down that bad. Um, but that's... Man, that's a good question, though. Remember how you said you saw Alan on the street the, the other day? You just you ran past him and you gave him the fist pump. Bro, I'm going to be yeah. walking down now. I'm going to be seeing Westbrook soon, walking his dog at my park. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> Damn. Um, I don't know. He might just have to go somewhere, like, because I ain't never seen him playing in Washington. I don't see a contender picking on Westbrook right now. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't think I see a contender picking on Westbrook. It would be cool it's to see him running bro. back with the um, Wizards. I feel like that's the one that people have pointed out a fair bit. I wouldn't even want to go back. Like, y'all playing with me, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even want to go back at this point if I'm Westbrook. But, I mean, he go hoop somewhere. Mm. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. He not going to well, Toronto don't need him. Celtics don't need him. The, the Nets don't need him. He gonna have to go somewhere like on a border. He might. I don't know. You saying he might come off the bench or who need a point guard though? Like who need That's a starting true. point guard? That's true. I I couldn't. I honestly couldn't tell you. If I go and look at this right now, if I'm actually gonna look at the NBA teams, and I'll genuinely see because like, would he want to go and sign with some bum ass team as well? Like, if you're Westbrook and you got a you got an offer from the Houston Rockets to come be backup point or something, you're not you're not taking that deal. You know Never. what I mean? So yeah, like, I'm like, I don't see him going. I mean, who's the Pelican? No, I ain't even trying. That, they got, I mean, they I, got CJ McCollum at point. They can throw him at the two for real. Actually, you know where he could go. The team that, like, legitimately brought in no players this offseason, Charlotte Hornets. Well, I know you want to say that, Loki. I know yeah. you want to say that. Charlotte yeah. Hornets. Who do they have? Mate, the only, the only thing they brought into Charlotte was, like, an arrest warrant for Miles Bridges and Montrez Harrell. Both dudes yeah. have got the feds on their back. Speaking of which, Montrez signed with Philly today. <laughs> It's not really today, but that boy, man, you seen what Miles Bridges did? Yeah. Yeah, he does. Philly want the smoke, man. <laughs> Philly want the smoke. They want extra security at their games. They want the cops standing there watching every Montrez Harrell move. I think, I, I forgot who it was. It was one of, um, I think it was Miles Bridges' friends, yeah. You know, he and all these homies, they all like, all make rap, yeah. They all, all singing and doing all this type of stuff. One of them oh, yeah. said, if we don't get the bag from Charlotte, we go into Detroit. Oh, I swear. Imagine. I swear to God, I heard one of them say that. Imagine. <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. yeah, I get that, yeah. I get Miles it, yeah. in the palace, bring it back. Just this time, it's Miles Bridges and his girlfriend for the halftime performance. Them just fighting at halftime. <laughs> That should be crazy. It's crazy because he really had a breakout year. He really just out here. Like, 
Somebody go take Nazarene, though. Somebody go take that chance, bro. Yeah, I think they're just waiting for the waiting for it all to calm down again. But yeah, Westbrook to the Hornets. They gotta sign someone, right? I don't know, man. Who really wanna go to Charlotte? I don't know. Well, I mean, they got Lamelo at point, but like Lamelo can play the two. They got Rosier though, Rosier be Rosier be E. Yeah, but they don't even want him. I see that everything wrong with the Charlotte team is half the players they don't want. They've tried to trade him all of this offseason. They tried to trade Hayward. They tried to trade Rozier? Yeah. Dang, I didn't know that the Cavs could have got him. You like he's him? Cleveland. Yeah, he's from Cleveland. Yeah, he is. Yeah, you've given would... him a fist pump before while you were running past him? or I would. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? But I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Enough with this NBA stuff, because I want to talk about more controversy, but this time in a different sport, because we got Deshaun Watson, man, being banned till round 11, is it? Round 11, or has he just been banned for 11 games? How's that working out? Um, You're talking about him, right? Yeah. Or how, or how are we going to do it without him? Well, everything. I want to know. Did he deserve to get uh, banned? What? Because I feel like <laughs> so this is my opinion. You know what I mean? Is right, right. this the the non biased Cleveland Brown fan opinion or yeah, yeah, yeah. all right, cool, cool, cool. I feel like if you was gonna get a judge, if you was gonna get a judge to handle situations like this and a judge tell you what it is. Why would you overrule it? Like, I mean, I guess everybody was really crying and shit, so they wanted to please the fans. But, like, I feel like the original six games was fair because at the end of the day, even though it's a lot of women, we don't know what happened. You feel me? We weren't there, and people need to stop acting like that. So I feel like six games was fair because if you didn't do it, you didn't give him too harsh of a punishment. But if you did do it, at least you gave him some type of punishment. You feel me? Mm. 11 games, I mean... It could be worse. Yeah. But, like, man, that's too harsh for somebody that I feel like you don't know if they did it or not. People keep saying it's about personal conduct. Uh, I guess maybe he did put himself in the situation, but that's not worth 11 games. I think, like, eight max was cool, but 11, like, if I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm making 230 mil, I would have gained him with they needed for me to get eight games. Well, he's only making a million dollars this season, isn't he? Yeah, but his money's guaranteed, bro. Like, come on, yeah. you feel me? He already got, he already got bread. He got yeah. paid. He, he, he got, got bread. He, he got all. You know what? You know what makes me laugh, though, right? You know what makes me laugh? Uh, I might get cancelled for saying this. Um, there's a lot of controversy in what I'm about to say, right? But from what I'm hearing, it was I think 22 women that he did stuff with, right? They were all at this massage parlor or whatever. He did stuff with these 22 women. I'm hearing a lot of comments saying, did he have their consent? This and that, this and that, right? Do you think those women were just massaging that bloke's private parts because they really all felt like it because all of this type of stuff? Or do you think they were like, hey, man, you give us the money and we'll we'll do some stuff to you, right? They knew yeah. damn well what they were doing. Do you think they yeah. were just they were being forced to do what they did? Every tw- every single woman out of those twenty two were forced to touch that guy up. You know what I mean? 
That dude offered the bag. They took the bag. <laughs> yeah, he did. Or they they already said that um some of it was consensual. But man, yeah. I was hearing some crazy stories. Like some girl talking about some he forced he forced her head on his on his dick. Yeah, and then he he <laughs> bent on her face like no, nah, he ain't do all that. Crap. <laughs> he ain't, ain't do all that. Bro would have walked in the massage parlor, said, "What head can you massage?" And they would have said every head. He would have shook their hand, and that would have been the end of the thing. All consent yeah. involved. Not just that, the crime that Deshaun Watson committed is legal in Australia. It is literally, sex work is legal in Australia. I'm pretty sure it's becoming legal in most countries, like, I don't know how to describe it, it's like Western countries, I guess. I know it's fully legal, I think, in Australia. I think New Zealand, it could be legal in the United Kingdom, I'm not sure about their laws. Uh, they just come out there and pay to get fucked. Yeah. Like, that That shit is legal in, at least Victoria, the state that I live in. I live in the second slash biggest state, right? I would imagine it's probably the whole country, I, I think. I don't know, right? In America, yeah. though, it's fully, fully illegal. It's <laughs> fully illegal. Yeah, so, no. It's only, it's legal in Vegas, though. Is it? There you go. Vegas, are, um, you know, they're, they're giving the homies the what's up. They That's why everyone goes to Vegas, you know, for a good time. <laughs> yeah, true. But... You, know you know what's funny, though? This is a true story, yeah? So where I play basketball, I play basketball at this um stadium, right? And this is where every, the town that I'm in, I think there's about 100,000 people that live here. Everyone who plays on basketball teams on each night of the week go and play there, right? Next door to that basketball stadium, there is a brothel, and you know, you know what a you know what a brothel is. No, what's that? That's that's where people go. They pay to go and get their massages and all that type of stuff. That's what Sean Watson was doing. Sorry, it's, it's I swear to God, it's like in this really shady spot near the basketball stadium. Like it's very close to it. Yeah. So what I'm saying is. Sean Watson is coming to Australia um, in his 11-game <laughs> suspension. <laughs> Man, he better not get a massage nowhere. Yeah. He's talking about the massage. Benson was in Cleveland too, like, but he's great. Do you have good massage mas- masseuses in Cleveland? Is that what I'm hearing? Shit, I don't know. You might have to check a- that out, I reckon. I don't want to hear him getting no massages. He needs <laughs> shit. <laughs> If you were to if you were to say now because he's gone for eleven games, who's starting at QB now? Because oh. everyone was certain it was um, who did we sign? Was it Jacoby Brissett? Is that yeah? But now Josh Dobbs, the dude who no offense looks like a Make a Wish kid, straight hey, up, chill. Chill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he's straight up balling out. Yeah, does he start? Who starts? Jacoby Brissett might start. You think? Nah, so? he might. Be- Second string. Dos had a Dos had a solid preseason though, man. But I don't know if he's ready to start though. That's what I'm saying. So Brissett go start. I think Brissett gonna be cool. Um, it's gonna be different because I know they gonna play Brissett similar to how they play Baker. They gonna mm-hmm. try to run heavy and Brissett really can throw the ball for real. You feel me? So I think we'll be okay. For I don't know. It's tough because we got We got we got some dudes on the schedule. You feel me? So so this. On paper, it looks like it'll be tough. 
I think we could still come out in that eleven game stretch. I think we could still be at least five hundred, bro. Yeah. You, th- you really think Watson so? Back. Watson come back. He may be a little rusty, but he gonna get cool before the playoffs, and then everything could be cool. Like really, for real, for real, we got a realistic chance to still make the to make the Super Bowl. Mm. You know, like. I don't know, like it sounds crazy, bro. But we we got a loaded defense. We got the run game still popping off. We got the O line still. Like Brissett, he got he in heaven right now, bro. He may not have the receivers. Like we only got Cooper, and we struggling there, man. Schwartz, I don't like him, bro. He garbage. He garbage. Yeah, as fuck. He's not very good. He, he he's garbage. terrible. That dude, that dude will drop anything but a paycheck. Like yeah. he just he just lets things go through his hands. But also, old mate, the new dude that we signed, um, did his Achilles, the returner. Yeah, that hurt. Cause yeah. Really, really, for real, for real, Felton wasn't supposed to make the team, for real, you know. Um, so that really helped out Felton. Mm. But he definitely was an upgrade at kick return. Like, he could have got us at least a few touchdowns this year on kick return. We yeah. needed that. So, so that who, one. Really- who's going to be our wide receiver corpse anyway? Because you've got... um. Cooper, right? Amari Cooper. You've got Donovan Peoples-Jones, but they're the only two that, like, pops up to my top of my head that are, like, solid guys. Like, those guys are ready to bowl out. But who else is going to join them? Um, I think I think they're going to really try to get David Bill in that slot, and I think it'll work. And I think that yep. they ain't going to keep playing games with Schwartz, bro. Like, the only reason why he really made the team is because he can run. You feel me? That's a rare skill by himself. But I think Mike Woods, when he, once he come off that IR... He go get he go get some opportunities, bro. Mike Woods, he go get some opportunities, bro. He was like he he got some hands on him, bro. Like, we need Nachoku to stay healthy. We do. That guy needs to take some like pingers or something. I don't know what illegal drug that guy needs, <laughs> but as long as it fixes him. <laughs> yeah, and the Joku, um, the Joku, he 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 cool. He be dropping the ball too sometimes though, but Njoku he definitely makes big plays though. So. Yeah. What about Thomas Bryant? Because he's the backup tight end now, right? Harrison Bryant. Oh, Harrison Bryant. Yeah. Who was I saying? Yeah. Tom. That's nah, an NBA player, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's an NBA player. Yeah, yeah. My bad. My bad. Um. So I think that Harrison Bryant. I mean, he flashed as a third tight end. I think he'll be cool. He can block. Yeah, he, he's so a good blocker. Cool. They just signed Jesse James. Jesse James really shouldn't see that much tick, but... Is that the dude I from Pittsburgh? I, yeah, he's yeah. from Pittsburgh, yeah. So I think he'll be cool. I think our tight end corps is cool. Um, and I think that the money is dispersed cool. You mm. feel me? So... What happened with Kareem Hunt? Didn't he request a trade a little bit ago? Like, what happened yeah. there? This is the so, same dude that said he was willing to give up a huge pay cut not long ago to stay in Cleveland and what he just decided he wants more money now does he have like I don't know some some legal case or something that we don't know about like Deshaun Watson where he has to cough up all this cash what what is the no, issue there? if I'm not mistaken Kareem Hunt said that last year or the year when he actually signed the extension mm. but yeah he did say he wanted to get traded if he didn't get the contract um, it's just things not in his favor right now. Yeah. Because who's really about to trade 
for a 27-year-old running. Not like Kareem Hunt ain't good. Teams are taking, but they're not about to give it that compensation. And plus, he's a little bit older. So he really low-key forced to finish this year out. I let the Browns just go ahead and grant him his wish and trade him for like a seventh round or a sixth round pick. Um, I'm not really too concerned about the Kareem Hunt situation because to keep it a buck, Kareem Hunt, his whole time here in Cleveland has been a bargain. You feel me? Like Kareem Hunt ain't supposed to be here. He supposed to be really making more money. Like Kareem Hunt is a starting running back. Like, so it'd be it'd, it'd suck that he wouldn't be that one-two punch with Nick Chubb. And definitely he's 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 better in a passing game as well. And if Nick Chubb went down, you'd be confident starting him. But, you know, considering that we also signed Dearness Johnson and then they got four from Cincinnati who looking good, like I would let him go and just let Dearness Johnson fill that running back two position because he already proved he can do it, you know? Yeah. Like yeah, if it came Dearness down- Johnson, right? He was the dude that had that one game last year where he um he went off. That was that was him, yeah. Yeah, Darius Johnson. Yeah, he went off for a few games, and they st- they kept letting him get some touches. But yeah, every time he started, or they needed him, he was he was there. He delivered. Yeah. Right? So, do you think Kareem Hunt will play some wide receiver this year? Because I know his height is not in his favor, and just the way I don't, I don't necessarily know if he's the best route runner out there. But at the end of the day. Who else is going to play wide receiver for us at this point? I don't see him playing receiver, but I can see them putting Phil in that receiver because he played in college. Yeah. So that's yeah. the one they thought running. I mean, I receiver, but they're not going to put Kareem Hunt. You don't think so at all? Nah. Yeah, so Demetric Felton, yeah. How many? Because, yeah, dude, we got so many running backs, man. Like, yeah. how, so how did we make this happen? We didn't draft another one this this season, did we? Yeah, four. Wait, what? Who was it? His name Jerome Ford. So we've got five running backs on the roster. Four. Four. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, technically five because of yeah, felt yeah. It's technically five. Yeah. Yeah. Phil can play. Phil really can play that receiver role. So. Wow. I, I could see him get some opportunities, like some little slants and bubble screens, some of that nature. Mm. It's going to be, it, it, like, it does sound like a lot is going to be going on. So you don't think we'll have a disappointing season at all? You still think the Cleveland Browns can win the Super Bowl if they put it all together? <laughs> because, I mean, that would be awesome. But, like, damn, I have a feeling this could be another disappointing year if it doesn't go our way. Um... I think we can still make the playoffs, bro. Like, yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Like Brissett, not no bum. Like Brissett, he put up numbers before, and he never had a team like this. He never had a coach like this. People gotta remember, like Stefanski, he made Kirk Cousins look better. He made Case Keenum look good, bro. Yeah, Case Keenum was like, and he made he took them to like the third round of the playoffs, bro. Like Case Keenum, not. I mean, you feel me? If he can do that with them, he even made Nick Mullins look decent last year. Like I know he, we gonna get Jacoby Brissett paid, bro. We gonna get him paid. <laughs> We're bruh. getting him the bag. <laughs> We're gonna get him paid by somebody. You feel me? I'm telling so. you, man, it's not gonna be that bad. It's not gonna be that bad. And plus, he got a defense to help him out. I think the defense will carry on the momentum they had from last year, bro. Like it's gonna, it's everything gonna be cool. We're not gonna be at our max potential. 
But yep. everything is going to be okay, bro. We need John Johnson to step up this season. Because remember, he was supposed to be like the big recruit of last season. He wasn't that. He wasn't all yeah. that, I don't think. So we need we need some production out of him or whatever. And why does Jadavian Glani only sign one-year deals? It pisses me off. Commit. <laughs> Commit. I want to see it. But, you know, in saying all this, though, it happens that we are playing my my favorite QB still in week one of, of the regular season. <laughs> he's, on, not on, he's not on my team, but Baker Mayfield for the Carolina Panthers. God, do we uh, yeah. are we are we gonna struggle because this guy has basically been sending death threats to our team? This guy means business, and have you seen this? The passes that this dude was making in preseason. Oh, oh my God! Preseason. It, I know, but like, and I don't care what nobody time, say. <laughs> you seen that pass that like they call like um, what's they call that like getting it in a tight window. The thread threading what, the needle, man. That's that's what would be take for real. That was bad defense to me. Yeah, it was the impossible thread the needle pass that somehow worked, but it's all good because his receivers are shit out and they still drop the ball. So we we should be okay. <laughs> he um he got he got talent. He got McCaffrey, but he got DJ Moore. Yeah, DJ um, Moore's the good one. Yeah, I heard they. I heard Robbie Anderson was trying to trade him or something like that, but they got him. Um, they got somebody else too. They got Higgins over there. They got some. They got some talent for real. For real. Oh, Rashad Higgins, come on now. To be fair, though, Baker yeah, does play well with him. They got good yeah. connection. And they got somebody else too. I'm just don't. I'm not remembering their name right now. Yeah, but um, he got talent, bro. It's really no excuses, bro. But he not ready for. He not ready for this, bro. We about to. Man, we about to. Man, we about to get on his ass, man. We about to put that fire on him. So you don't think you don't think Baker's having his revenge round one? It's not happening, right? It's over with, bro. All that's done, bro. We know how they know how Baker play. They know they know his tendencies. <laughs> He's gonna yeah. come out there trying to do too much, bro. I already know what is gonna happen, bro. The, this defense ready for him, bro. If Baker goes forty-five <laughs> from fifty, this is becoming a clip. <laughs> forty-five from fifty, man. They, they know. <laughs> Passes, they lost. They it's over. They are. They don't have a chance to win. Baker Mayfield, the type of guy though, to absolutely destroy us in round one, flex on us, and then go four from four and fifteen or some shit, four and thirteen or whatever it is for the rest of the season. Yeah, Baker, that type of guy. Week one, he gonna he's probably gonna beat the Browns, and then you won't hear from him again. He's not. Don't say that, bro. He's not beating (laughs) us, bro. Bro, I can't wait till Sunday, bro. I can't wait. This is five days away, bro. Yeah, no, you we're definitely see. we're definitely secure in the bag. We got this. He shit his pants. He shit his pants, bro. Yeah, we got this. As soon as he sees Miles Garrett come at him on the right, he and then he looks to the left and he sees Jadavian Clowney, right? He's gonna think this is a gangbang video. <laughs> He's the white <laughs> dude in the middle. Yeah. He's getting <laughs> He's getting smashed. Yeah, yeah. You know that you know that meme? You ever seen that meme with Elsa Jane, the little the blonde girl? And she's sitting in the middle. She's sitting on the couch and she's got the six dudes around her. Oh no, I ain't never seen that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I like never. a that's a big meme down here. That's what I feel like's gonna happen with Baker. He's gonna be he's gonna be that dude 
And then he's going to have John Johnson around him. Denzel Ward's going to be there, ready to pick off every single pass he's got. After this podcast, I'm sending you that meme, and you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm going to need to see that. So, yeah, but yeah, yeah. We, we let Baker have it, bro. We ain't worried about Baker. Uh, we, we got this. We got this. Last thing I want to talk about, though, is a big a player signed a huge contract that I'm really like, what I don't really like this move at all. I think it's maybe not. I, I don't really know how to talk about it because so many QBs are getting, like, the absolute bag now. But Russell Wilson signed a $245 million deal over five years, so about $50 million a season. $165 million guaranteed. And that's being reported by Rap Sheet. Tell me that's an overpay because I don't think Wilson did a whole lot this season to prove that he is a $50 million per year type of dude. It's a tough one. I mean, whether you like it or not, though, Russell Wilson, he 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 got the success under his belt. Russell Wilson is a top 10 quarterback in the league. Russell Wilson still got it, bro. Like, and he been doing all this with no O-line. You feel me? And last year, he was unhealthy. He was unhealthy last year, though, bro. Like, Russell Wilson, I think he'll be fine, bro. Ooh. So you have, high, you have high hopes for Denver this year? Because I know a lot of people are very, like, I ain't got no high hopes for them. I only got high hopes for the Bronx. Yeah, okay. I ain't got no high hopes. No, I ain't got no high hopes for them. Like, no, I ain't got that. No. So the Bronx... I I think they... I don't know. I think Denver overrated, though. Like, I think they can be good, but they had a decent... They had a defensive squad last year. They had some talent last year. Yeah. Um, They can be good, though, bro. Russell Russell Wilson can put them over that hump. But I I don't know. They... They they still not they still gotta play the Chiefs twice a year they still gotta play the Chargers twice a year who I the think Raiders as well right the Raiders got a squad now like it's not gonna be no cakewalk right they gonna have to fight. I'm just saying as a Browns fan what I mean by high hopes is when you're a Cleveland Browns fan I've found that you get bullied a lot so I've tended to like you know have interest in other teams like could this team be okay this year could that team be okay this year. You know what I mean? Because, like, if I'm out with my friends and we're talking about NFL, I often get the, you're not even making the playoffs this season, all this type of stuff. So, my Browns, we, we better prove that pe- these people wrong this season. Like, I do want to come out and smack the Panthers in week one just to show that we mean business this year. And the only issue I see with the team is maybe the QB right now. But the way you've been hyping me up this podcast, we're winning the Super Bowl. That's what I. That's what I think's happening. Oh, bro, we still got we still got chances, bro. I'm telling you, bro. You go. Are you actually going to be able to catch the game live? Um, hmm, that's a great question. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. The game <laughs> will be at um, if it is when I, if this app is still up to date. No, I won't be watching the game. It's at 3 a.m. <laughs> man, you got to stay up, man. No, no way. It's on a... <laughs> Wait, when... Why does it say it's on a... Uh, I don't think they've updated when it is. Wait, so are you saying it's a Sunday? Yeah, it's a Sunday. Okay, yeah. so this is 3 a.m. Monday morning for me. Yeah, yeah. bro. So, so you will be... watch it. Pardon? You saying you go rewatch it? I think it's like yeah. the evening. I'm trying to see. I'm thinking it's a. I'm thinking it's an evening game. 
what what time does it say? Well, it's not gonna say the right time for you yet. Um, it is at also oh, it's a one o'clock game for us. Yeah, for you guys. Yeah, three a.m. for me. And we got this betting company called Sportsbet, right? They one of like the biggest betting companies here. They've got the Browns at two dollars three, the Panthers at one dollar eighty. They are the favorite to beat us at the moment. Yeah, bro. So oh, people in people they, in Australia, they are, this, they're they high on know. Baker. They are high on Baker. They they really want him. I think that's probably got to be the big surprise out of all the ones I'm looking at right now. Uh oh, the Chargers are really predicted to beat the uh the Raiders. Raiders are two fifty four. Charges are one fifty two. Right. Wow. Yeah. Oh no, I I couldn't even say who gonna win, but who think gonna win the game tomorrow? Well, not tomorrow, but um that that Thursday game is that Buffalo be- versus Rams. So yeah. Buffalo a dollar seventy five favorites against the two dollar eight oh eight Los Angeles Rams who just won the Super Bowl. That's crazy. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, that's not, that's crazy. The Super Bowl champs. Yeah, not Where even the shit- favorites. There are a lot of people in Australia that are very high on Josh Allen as well. Yeah, I love Josh Allen. I wish we had Josh Allen, bro. Yeah, we could have had him, man. <laughs> Ten times better than Baker. Baker, boom. Would he have lasted in Cleveland, though, after his first two seasons that he put up for Buffalo? I don't know how long Josh Allen would have been rocking in Cleveland. I think he would have lasted because he wasn't – I mean, after his first year, he wasn't really that bad. Like, he wasn't mm. – his first year – Statistically, for some he was bad. He had, but he he wasn't horrible at all. He always showed real potential. Yeah, especially that second year, he showed real potential. So I think he probably would have lasted. Like I'll, I'll go. I'll go for the Bills to beat the Rams. I'll I'll say they get the job done. I think the Saints will beat the Falcons. Forty ers will beat the Bears. Um, Cincinnati will beat Pittsburgh, although this is probably the biggest one. At 3 a.m., Paul Brown Stadium, the Pittsburgh Steelers are $3.28 compared to Cincinnati, who are $1.34. That's like the biggest one, biggest margin. Are Pittsburgh that bad? Pittsburgh ain't got no... I mean, they got talent, though, but... They just not basically that quarterback, bro. I don't know what the quarterback situation gonna be looking like. Hmm. I think Philadelphia will beat Detroit. I'm going Detroit, bro. I think Detroit Ooh. making a loss this year. I, I feel like Detroit could actually win that one, but the one I'm like, what? Is whose whose home stadium is Hard Rock Stadium? That's Miami's, yeah. Who are they playing? Uh New England. Yeah, that's Miami's down here. Yeah. So I actually think New England will beat Miami and New England at two dollars forty to a dollar fifty-seven. Oh no, man! I think they can. Low key, I don't know Miami. They 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 just ain't never took that leap. It's gonna be yeah. a good game though. Yeah, especially with um old mate. Why am I forgetting their QB's name? Oh, Tua. Dude, is this, a, is this like a recovery year for Tua? Is this going to be the year where he, like, explodes as a player? According to Tyreek, yeah. Yeah. Tyreek, they have, well, yeah I, I saw one of his passes in preseason and it was wonkier than a 93-year-old old guy in a supermarket. Like, that shit <laughs> was bad. We got Baltimore. We'll beat the Jets, I reckon. For sure. Yeah. When you got to talk about that game. 
<laughs> Washington versus Jacksonville. That's an interesting one to me. Um, I still got I got Washington. Yeah, all right. I'll go Washington. I'll back you up on that. The Browns are shitting on the Panthers. I don't care what sports bet says. Um, yeah, the Colts will beat the Texans. Tennessee versus Giants would be a Tennessee move to fumble the bag in week one against the Giants. I don't know. The Giants, man. <laughs> They're not that good. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go Tennessee. Green Bay versus Minnesota. I'm going to go Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay get that one. Kansas versus Arizona. I think we go. We'll go Kansas, right? I think that they get the job done. I'm going to go Arizona. Wow. Wow. Oh, it is at their home, I'm though. Be, it is I'm going to be bold and go Arizona. All right, all right. And then here's my bold one. Vegas versus Chargers. I don't know if this is that bold, but I'm going to go the. I'm going to go Vegas just because I think the, Raid- the Chargers are way too highly projected to beat them on this betting app. Chargers got a squad, though. I ain't gonna lie, but... Yeah, they do. They got some got dudes out there. They got... Both teams got some dudes. And then we've got Tampa versus Dallas. Ooh. Wow. Who do you think wins that one? That eight... I'm, going, I'm going Tampa, because Dallas, they be, they be playing around, man. Dallas, yeah. they be playing. Dallas never know what they're doing, man. <laughs> I might be playing wide receiver for Dallas next season. We got um, sure. Denver versus Seattle. Well, you reckon Denver would get that done? <laughs> Who the hell even plays QB for Seattle? Speaking of me playing NFL soon, Jesus Christ, I might be playing QB for Seattle soon. For sure, yeah. They got that boy Geno Smith out there. Yeah, I got a call up right before this podcast started, and they asked me if I wanted to um come sign a $100 million guaranteed deal to go play for... Yeah, go play, <laughs> go play for them. So that's what I've been hearing. But yeah, I think I think that's I mean that's the tips, that's the predictions on what we're talking about for the um week one of the NFL playoffs. Go Browns. We gotta get this dub. We but gotta so, make yeah, it happen. About the win, bro. I'm telling you, bro. We win about fourteen at least. Yep. We oh, <laughs> get the dub, make it happen. I mean, John Johnson, that guy, watch he'll have three picks on Bacon Mayfield's head. Make it happen. That's what I'm saying. But anyway, I want to thank you guys for watching this podcast. Thank you, Pip, for coming on again. It's been really good. I mean, if Baker goes off, you know who I'll be texting straight away. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, we, uh, it, it ain't going to happen, though. You feel me? But I don't think I'll be the first person to text you. I reckon your whole entire DM. You'll have 99. Yeah. You'll have 99 DMs texting you. But yeah, thank you guys for watching. Go subscribe to Pip's channel as well. I'll be linking that uh, in the description down below, this and that. Uh, and if you're on Spotify or whatever, go on YouTube, go sub to him, do this and that. Uh, follow us on Instagram, link down below. And yeah, I don't know. What else What else do we say now? <laughs> That's about it, man. That's yeah, the best we can go. Go Browns, like, subscribe, comment. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye.